God! It's about to get real! Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Together, we will make America great again. Skater. 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 Hell now, man. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. Well, all right. Welcome to another episode of The Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. I, of course, am your host, Bushy. And with me, as always, Mountain Man, how you doing? Skinner, pal, meow, meow. I am ecstatic. I am happy. I am froze. Because of your fucking radio show earlier, standing outside for 15 fucking minutes. It's, to... like, it's like 40 degrees. There's snow in Watertown, New York. Shut 40 up. 40 fucking... Motherfucker, it's 18. Oh. Step your ass outside. <laughs> it's got colder. <laughs> You've been in here drinking. I was out there drinking, too. I don't, I don't even know how many beers. <laughs> I think this is the drunkest about man's been in a while. I'm thinking so because you interrupted my radio show earlier tonight. Oh, God. I thought I tore down the whole fucking house when I done that. That was kind of fucking funny. It though. was hilarious. <laughs> you, scared, you scared the fuck out of the cat. <laughs> that bitch was gone. <laughs> the dog... I, I have found the dog's a waste of time. No, the dog's not a waste of time. The dog knows me now. Me and the dog are friends, dude. You, if you have you not got it through the the thick beard and in the, the kind of thick skull that that me and Thor are buddies now. That's great, your buddies. But somebody come busting through my door, he needs to bark. I don't, I don't give a fuck who dude, it is. Dude, you let me know. <laughs> dude, he probably well, the whole time I stand there, he's probably sitting right here going, "Where's the Where's Mountain Man?" I smell Mountain Man. Where's he at? That's, that's a good possibility. That's a good possibility. Because yeah. the cat ran like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the guinea pig did about four backflips. But here's how good Bushy is. I turned and looked at him with a look like, what the fuck, motherfucker? But I didn't even break a beat. I didn't even break a beat no. on the mic. Nope, until I interrupted you and said, fuck yeah, big Bushy Power Hour. Yes, this is true. But, but hell, we, it was fun. It was comedic for yes. the show. Funny. It scared the shit out of you a little bit. Scared you... the shit out of me a little No, it, it was more like, what the fuck? Now, when you first looked, your eyeballs got that fucking big like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. There was a dude busting through my door. <laughs> and an ugly one at that. That's the bad part. I'm like, bitch, I don't even have a gun. What the fuck? <laughs> and my dog was in the back of the fucking thing sleeping. Yeah. Didn't yeah. even move. Didn't move, not an inch. I what? thought that, that was funny as hell. What a motherfucker. That. Well, I gotta ask, Bushy, I'm gonna reverse the roles a little bit because this time I've actually got quite a bit to say for my week, but I'm gonna just throw hey, it out there. Have you not listened to our episodes? You always have a lot to say. Fuck it, I don't give a damn. <laughs> but Bushy, I gotta ask, brother, how has your week been? 
Well, since since our uh, last episode, um, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, because I listened to our previous episode just today. Right, which was exciting news, which still is fantastic. Oh, we're absolutely. Having, we're having a ball planning. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're having a great time just getting ready for it. Exactly. But something stuck out to me. Uh, we were talking about um, uh, Nevea and her her track thing. Right. And uh, she got so upset because she couldn't clear the bar. Right. She couldn't clear the bar. And the last thing I had mentioned on that podcast was the fact that I went and worked with her. Right. That your back couldn't be in, but you didn't want to admit I bent you over, you know, same old shit yeah, every yeah. day. Well, you bent me the wrong way, bitch. I got to bend backwards now. <laughs> <laughs> However, anyway, the point is, mm-hmm. and it's on video, it's on Facebook Live. Yes, which was awesome. She cleared it. She got it. She did what I told her to do. Mm-hmm. And she still didn't do it right. But, but she, she took what I said and she cleared that height and then she cleared the next height right. before scratching out on the third height. So very proud of her. Right. And in that same meet, she still uh, uh, she she got her furthest long jump, mm-hmm. you know, a little over eleven or twelve feet. Right. You know, which you know for me I was like, eh, uh, but I have to think this is a girl, her first year, and she doesn't jump like I do. Right. <laughs> So she got her highest uh, high jump. She got her longest long jump. Her last track meet canceled. Yes. Which sucked for her. And then, um, I mean, work's been good. Uh, you know, I, I got a guy I work with. He makes me laugh. He's 27 years old. And he bitches all the time. The 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 new what what was it you used to call it up in New York? No, no. Uh, he, he He's not. He's not a. Um, uh, what the fuck did I call it? It's no, it wasn't that guy. Fuck, I've had too many to drink. But it, the the hilarious segments of you working before is the foreman. Right. Yeah. He's not a. Uh, he's not. He's not a frequent flyer. There we go. There you yes, go. Yes, sir. He's not a frequent flyer. He's always there. He missed one day. We fucked with him a lot for that. Right. But he bitches about everything. Liberal? No. Oh. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but I laugh. Consistently at work, right? Because this guy cracks me the fuck up. Because he's bitching about shit. It's like, dude, stop! I can't handle it. Right. You young fuck. And he had said something. Uh, it, it was funny. We were sitting around at the supper table, dinner table. We were on a one o'clock break, which is right. the lunch period. And um, he was talking about when you guys retire and me and Bushy move out over here. And I said, motherfucker, we? You got a mouse in your pocket? I am literally the same age as these two guys you're talking to. Right. <laughs> My boss and this other guy, we're, we're all 44 years old. Right. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, Junior. Right. I'm retiring, too. You ain't keeping me around. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, so, so work's been good. I, I said I bought a car a couple weeks ago. It's, you know, like, like expected piece of shit. I got to get a front end alignment and new tires. Right. But it's a beginner. Sure, it's sure. It, it's it's getting me started, which is what we need. Which is what the hell I drive. Right. The same thing. Which we have to give my beginner props because he got our asses to New York and back safely. Oh, yeah, because I won't drive this motherfucker to Virginia and back to see my dad. Right, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a lot of fun yesterday. Yes, a you lot know, of fun. Uh, I, I have told the story about Nevaeh running when my daughter, when my sister pulled her nine mil out of her purse. Yes. Because she's never been around pistols. Right. We got down here. We got the pictures on Facebook on the page of my daughter holding the 22 and holding the 454. Right. Yesterday, 
we Facebook Live almost everything. Yes. Now, before you continue a little bit, let's go ahead and say Mountain Lady done a surprise for the Mountain Man. I didn't know about the nine. Really? Mountain Lady bought Mountain Man the nine oh, as a nice. gift. I did not know anything about it. So. Glock 17 9 millimeter. Yes. My wife bought me that, not only personal, but for work, which I do appreciate. Surprised the hell out of me. Right. Sexy gun. Exactly. So now continue because we are jumping from only the 22 and the 454 to now. The 9 mil. Yes. Three pistols. So we go out to shoot yesterday. Yes. And um, me and you had to hide our hard ons. Yes. Yes. Because we have my wife, your daughter, and my son. Yes. Funny as hell, two-year-old. Yeah. Two-year-old out there. Did no. not have a problem. America. Well, you got to think, DJ's never been around that type of noise yet. It right. shocked the hell out of me that he didn't cry as much. He got scared a little bit at first. Sure. But you notice after we start covering his ears and watching, he was loving it. Well, after all, with all the giggling and laughing we right. were doing. Right, exactly. But now, could There you, was lots of high fives Oh, shit. God, we had them all. But go ahead. So... We put a 22 mm-hmm. semi-auto in Nevaeh's hands. Uh, Smith & Wesson MP 22, to be exact. I oh, do okay. not mind to quote it. That is what the Mountain Lady cares. No, good enough, because I don't yes. know what brand, whatever. Yep. So, we're teaching Nevaeh, and, and you and I both are working off each other, trying to teach her the shit. And man, she fired a good group. Yes. Fired a good group. She had a good time. She had fun. And uh, she was nervous at first a little bit. Oh, but, well, of course. But after that first yeah. shot is like, oh, hell, she didn't want to drop it. She didn't want to put it down. Right. And the funny thing is, I'm glad she was nervous. Right. Because you have to understand that this is something that kills. Yes. And if you're going to pull it on somebody, you need to mean it. Yes. There needs to be a reason. We were trying to convey that message. But other than that, you've got to be able to handle it. Right. So we move on to your Glock. Well, wait a minute. Uh, let's include. Also, that was Mountain Lady's first time shooting that twenty two as well. That's true. Mountain Lady. Your yeah. wife had never fired her own Correct. pistol. Correct. She's had it for a year and hadn't been able to shoot. We just never had the time. She was, Mountain Lady's was, has always been hunting, fishing, stuff like that. But she's never got to, with her ex, she was the housekeeper. He was the hunter. That was that was his mentality. Okay. So with me now getting back into it with you here and teaching Nevaeh, you could tell even on Jessica's face. The oh, yeah. lady, she was enjoying it as well. Oh so, yeah. So you can say her name. People know her name. Yeah, okay. already. But still, I love calling her Mountain Lady because it's just it's just my <laughs> my name. For it. I'm in band with her, going Mountain Lady, Mountain Lady, Mountain Lady. You're not my sister. You're not my sister. You're not my sister. <laughs> I know. She, and she's there going, oh. Bushy. 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 <laughs> you can tell we love each other on this show. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, uh, Jessica and Nevaeh both mm. shot the, the 22 for the first time. Now, moving on, which was sexy, both of them. Uh, now, not sexy on your daughter, but awesome for your daughter. Right. Sexy for my wife, because when Jessica got a hold of that nine, she was just like Nevaeh, like, ooh, got a little more kick, but wow. Yeah. Well, that's the funny part. Nevaeh was scared to fire that one. Yes, and it's, uh, just so everybody knows, Glock 9mm 17 fourth generation. Right. And uh, she just knew it was a bigger bullet. Yes. 
Louder bang, mm -hmm. little it, more kick. Little more. We were trying to downplay it because really it's not a lot. No. It's not a lot. But for a first timer. So yeah. she was scared. She was nervous. Just yeah. just take one shot and then hand me the pistol back. Yeah. And she fired that shot. It is funny because her arms are still up. And she's not moving. Nope. And I was like, oh shit, it got good to her. Yep. <laughs> and she fired off a few more rounds. Right. And of course, I, I had to shoot the Glock. Because, oh, yeah. Because I fired a Beretta 9mm while I was in the Army right. as a combat medic. Right. Um, I also fired the uh, M16A2. Those are my two mm -hmm. weapons. The A2, that's semi-auto right. with a three-round burst. Right. And basic training, because this is how old I am, people, I trained on the M16A1, which is full auto. Right. And also single fire. Right. We get through all that. Nevaeh is about to fire off a whole magazine full on the 22. Right. Jessica hadn't shot the 9 mil yet. Right. Right. We're getting ready to film. Mm -hmm. my, my phone goes dead. Yes. It sucks that my phone goes dead. Yes. Because Jess fires off the 9 mil. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I had already fired off the 454. Yes. Me and you both, our dicks really got hard at that point. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Loud bang, big smash. Yep. And bad part, me and you knowing better, my left ear is still clogged. It still feels like water's in there. Mine's good, but it's probably because I can't hear shit out of it anyway. But I will tell you, it was ringing immediately and felt like I had water in my ear the rest oh, of the day. Oh, yeah. But we, and we should have had hearing protection. We should have. My daughter did. Yes. I made sure she yes. had plugs in. Jessica had her normal and kept her hands on DJ's mm -hmm. head. So everything was good. The coolest thing I saw was, I don't know how you did it, but you talked Nevaeh into taking one shot with that 454. Mm -hmm. You want to know how? Yeah, because I was standing right there and still don't know how you did it. Confidence. I instilled confidence that she could do it because the grip wasn't going to bounce back. And I right. explained to her on the top, anybody that's ever shot a 454, which for anybody who don't know what a 454 is, down Big. here in the south... It's called a BFR. A BFR, in translation, is Big Fucking Revolver. Yes. It shoots 454 shells, and it kicks like a mule if you do not handle it correctly. Those but, bullets are so big it only carries five rounds, not six. Correct. But it's got a muzzle brake on the top, and I explained to her when she shot it, it wasn't going to jump as high as she thought it would. She just had to keep enough pressure on her arm. Yeah, she had to hold a bitch. To make sure it didn't bounce back on her. My fear, I'm not going to lie, my fear was with her not expecting the recoil. Because right. I'm sorry, there's recoil on that fucking weapon. Right. I was afraid of it bouncing back, her not paying attention, and busting her face up. Right. Well, did you notice I stood behind her and put my hands on it? Yeah. That also, that's the way my dad done me when I first shot it. Nice. Because he, because then I was younger and was like, that's that's a bitch. No, I'm, that's too big. The funny thing is, it didn't recoil like a forty-four mag. Right, because of the top muzzle. When it fires, not only does it fire out the front, but you'll see fire come out on top of the yeah it's got too. a flash suppressor yes. what the fuck is up with that that's so it don't fly up so high okay i got that's you. what that's why it's a rifle caliber gun in pistol full nice you, you have to do the barrel that way or you're me or uh, you would have got fucking hurt right that wasn't on there. well it was definitely badass she fired it mm -hmm. and it was funny because where you and me the gun went straight up right 
you know, typical recoil straight up. Yes, we're used to it. We know what we're holding. Right. With her, it kind of went left and right. Right. <laughs> but she didn't just fire it once. No. It was so good to where she had to take a second shot. Yes. That, that, now, we had to cock it. Yeah, we had to cock it. <laughs> we had to cock it a second time. We but, had to pull the hammer back. Yeah, but you got to explain what she did after she fired the first shot. It was hilarious as hell. Oh, her her hand, her saying, oh, my God. Oh, her thumb. Yeah, yeah. Her thumb. She <laughs> grabbed that thing. <laughs> she wasn't ready for that pushback. <laughs> no. She, she hollered and yelled for a bit. Oh, my God, that hurt. This and that. And we laughed and had fun. Then all of a sudden, she's like, can I shoot it again? Yeah, she stole my bullet. Yeah, she stole but <laughs> She's bullet, yeah. <laughs> Just, now, Mountain Lady wouldn't shoot it. No. Mountain Lady would not shoot the 454. And, that is, man, it's so much fun. She should have. Yes. She yes. should have let one off. She will probably in the next little bit, which what I figured we'd do. Granny Clyde's going to shoot with us next. Oh, Because Granny wait. Clyde has a judge. Got the judge, yep. With the 410 shells and the 44. Mm-hmm. So, Nevada will get to do shotgun shells. Yeah, do the and, shotgun, not the 44 shells. No, she gets to do both. Mom alternates. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Nevaeh is going to learn the proper I'm, way. I'm just going to put my hand on her forehead. <laughs> that way, I'm the one in these stitches in the palm of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she, she that thing don't kick nowhere near as bad as the 454, and, uh, and your daughter handled that perfectly. She she was a real trooper. Um, it's it's funny because we were making jokes about we redneck and we southern now, yes. and the point is, um, I took my daughter to Virginia two years ago, right? 2017, we went to Virginia, we visited with my dad, and went right. out to Nashville to first rock and pod. Right. My sister pulled her nine millimeter out of her purse, and my daughter ran out of the room. My sister gave me a look of disgust, and I was like, she's never been around pistols. It's too fucking hard to get them in New York. Right. It costs too much money on the chance you'll get one. Mm-hmm. It's not like, here, go pay five bucks. You get a pistol permit handed to you. Five bucks. Bam. There's a pistol permit. Well, the next day. Point is, right. go buy a gun. Yeah. New York, just for a permit, is 600 800 bucks. To get a concealed carry is between nine and 1200 Fuck, $5 down here and in North Carolina. Maybe. Maybe you'll get it. Well, North Carolina the same way on the maybe on the concealed because state has to approve it. But Well, sure. But for peace but and I'm, I'm for sure open. their laws aren't as strict as oh, New York. No. Did you know North Carolina is open carry? Yes, I as do know. As long as you have a, yep. a holster on the outside, you can carry it all day long. I know it's open carry. But that was my week. I know we got yeah. into a little bit of your week. Yes. And again, big props to Mountain Lady and yes. uh, and Nevaeh. Well, I'm going to continue the story a little bit because we didn't mention right after uh, that. Nevaeh said, "Can I shoot your bullet?" She wanted to shoot the nine and the twenty-two again. Yeah. But Jess come up and shot the nine millimeter mm-hmm. at that point. Okay. And remember, Jess loved it. She took mm-hmm. what three or four shots. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. she, she didn't like unload. I, no. I was so happy when you let me unload. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. But Nevaeh was like, we we walked back, and she's like, I want to shoot again. Mm-hmm. And we was like, okay, which one, the twenty-two or the nine? She looked straight at you and said, which one do you want me to do? And that's when I said, stop. Yep. This is what this is where you're learning. You need to figure out which one you felt was more comfortable yes. for you to shoot. Yes. Because you're the one having fun, and you're the one wanting to shoot. And this is for you and Jessica and your daddy to have a little fun. So you got to figure out which one you wanted to do. 
Now, Jesse, uh, Jesse's twenty two does not know, hold as many bullets as the 17. Right. 17 is 17 bullets. Yes. She's like, I want to try that. I loaded the whole clip as full as I could get it. Yeah. She sat there, and we put up another target, and Nevaeh unloaded, and you could just see the smile on her face. Oh, she was having a good time. But then, you... Got the nine mil. Oh. You were next after that. I'm going to tell the whole story. If we're going to tell it, we might as well tell it out. Well, let's, tell, let's tell about the grouping and the headshot that I made. Oh, for that nine go millimeter. for it. Go for it. <laughs> now, I, I, I was an expert with my pistol. Right. Um, when I had to qualify my rifle, I was bare minimum. Right. I, I could not shoot. And I, and, I, and I want an AR. Right. But I want it just because I fucking can because America. America. Motherfucker. But I'm a good shot with a pistol. Right. And once I started getting comfortable, I was getting pissed because we're shooting body. Right. And I was like, I want to hit the head. Mm-hmm. And I had, in about a three-inch circle, mm-hmm. three shots making a perfect upside-down triangle right in the fucking head. 25 it, yards. It would have been right in the jaw. Would have blown the whole jaw out. Yes. It was a great time. But you gave me a whole clip mm-hmm. to just... Have fun. Yes. Now, I was all over the place because there was a couple times I was like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> because <laughs> because that's what you, you do when you shoot. Yeah. yeah, it's America. Now, I, I I have to tell you something before we segue, move on, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a couple messages for people wanting to come here and shoot. Anytime they want. My old high school girlfriend, her and her husband want to come up here. I said, come to the fucking mountains. They live in Raleigh. Yeah. I said, come to the mountains. We'll we'll shoot. Because yeah. I'm getting a gun, too. Yeah. Um, My buddy Jay Longo, mm-hmm. uh, I was his best man at his wedding. Right. Him and his father-in-law, they want to come and shoot. Yeah. I'm like, dude, anytime. Because we know y'all are good people. Right. You're, you're, dude, let's blow some shit up. <laughs> If they're coming, we'll go to my cousin's shop and get that thermite and put it in shit and literally blow shit up at oh, the bottom. Oh, we go blow some shit up? Yes, we can. Look. <laughs> the only thing is we have to have a rifle. Look, I can't come in my pants around my daughter. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> well, Dad, did you piss? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Please tell me your daughter does not listen to some of her shows. I don't think she listens to any of them. <laughs> and I'm sorry for the coughing. I'm getting over a head cold. If yeah. there's a bunch of it, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, this guy's fucking... Look, I come from northern New York where we have bitter cold and brutal cold. Now, I, I will I will say this because you're giving me a look. Mm-hmm. This damp cold mm-hmm. sucks. Yes. It does suck. But... These motherfuckers down here get sick a little more than I'm used to seeing people get sick. Wait till you stay here a little longer. You'll be the same one. No, motherfucker. I got a big, strong immune system. How the fuck? I've been up in north. Oh, there you go. <laughs> For 30 fucking years. Right. I've got a strong immune system. Right. Because I've been dealing with the same damn cold. Right. And I'm not sick. Well, you haven't been around... Well, when DJ's been sick, we've warned you not to, because DJ's the reason why we're sick. He yeah, I stay the fuck the away from babies. Exactly. They're little germ carrying fucking. Right. There's nothing. They're you like can do. plague carrying mice. I stay right. away. When right. I when I see them sick, I run. Right. Well, that's why that's why we didn't want you to miss. I can go to work sick. Not fucking matter. Word. 
Word, I can go to work sick. I can sit at the desk at 3 o'clock in the morning, turn on a movie, sit there, blow my nose, hack, cough, don't fucking matter. Yeah. Or the next night in the patrol vehicle. I can go on top of the mountain, sit there, twiddle my thumbs, be sick as a dog, don't matter. Word, I can do everything except tooth pain. Uh, that tooth pain, that's what I bow out. And I'll try, mm-hmm. but I end up leaving. There's only, since I started working one time, I got sent home. And that's because I was puking and it was coming out the back, both at the same time. Nice. They made me leave. Right. I didn't want to. And that's they, obviously because right. you're used to it going in the back. Right. And coming out the back was confusing to you. Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> yeah, it must have been, yeah. Good try, motherfucker. You didn't see where that was going. No, I, I was sitting here waiting on it. I was like, that son of a bitch, I can't stop him. I've done already hit the fucking wall. And it just, wham! Ain't nothing fucking thing I can do about it. Barring that, because we spent a lot of time on us having that shooting day yesterday, yes. which was loads of fun. Loads of fun. Uh, throw it out there, DJ. DJ has been growing like a damn weed yeah. since you've come. DJ has hung out with everybody. Mm-hmm. We have not said how much DJ has started speaking, talking, and what he calls everybody. And doing everything since we're all living pretty much under one roof now. Sure. He runs around now. Nevaeh is not Nevaeh to him. Right. Nevaeh is sissy. Yeah. Everywhere. Sissy, he'll come. I don't know if you hear him in the mornings whenever we're loading him in the car. Sissy Nate. Sissy Nate kiss. Sissy Nate kiss. If, if Nevaeh ain't inside. Right. Or he'll, he knows this is where you're, you sleep. Mm-hmm. If Nevaeh ain't inside, every time he comes, Nate kiss. That kiss, he'll blow you a kiss every single morning. Nice. He can say your name perfectly. Oh, we, yeah. We ain't taught him Bushy yet, but he can say Nate. He's talking up a damn storm. Uncle can, Bushy will be sexy. That, I, I ain't gonna what, lie. That's what he calls Granny Oogie. We ain't figured out why with that one. That's just what he's always called her. Right. Just because mom is Nana and Pawpaw, but unfortunately he ain't got Pawpaw with us, but Pawpaw Bushy. There you go, Pawpaw Bushy. Ooh, no, I can't. <laughs> let, let me tell you why I can't have that. <clears throat> I can't have that till my daughter has kids. That's true. That's true. Because I want to be a pawpaw. That, that, right. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I, now, I, I've noticed North Carolina, which is weird because my memo and pawpaw mm-hmm. are both from Greensboro, North Carolina. Right. But a lot of North Carolina, they say mammal and papaw. Right. I don't know how the hell... We got Memo and Pawpaw. Just different time. But I want to be Pawpaw. My, my dad is Pawpaw. Right. To my daughter. Right. Now to my stepmother's daughter's daughter. Right. It's Pappy. Mm-hmm. But I want to be Pawpaw. Right. But not until I'm fucking ready. <laughs> 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 right. But Uncle Bushy, yeah, we'll teach him as he gets a little bigger stuff. DJ's growing like a weed, though, dude. A lot. He's wanting to be around all of us all the time. Yes. He, Ugh. Lord have mercy, yeah. Ugh. Everything we do, he's got, he wants to be right there. But he's wanting to learn. He's wanting to be involved. It's hilarious as hell. How often does he come out here and try to drag trash? Sure. I know when he gets bigger, we ain't going to be able to fucking find him. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. But, but this young... I help. I help. Yes. Whatever it is. Dude, put a vacuum in his hand. Put a dish rag in his hand. Do everything you can now. Right. Because it's going to be a fight later. Right. Exactly. (laughs) 
Well, unloading the car, I mean, he's just grown tremendously. Yes. And Nevaeh helped with that. Nevaeh, him and her play so, play so much together and stuff like that. Nevaeh is his buddy. And I love it. I love the right. fact he's got. Well, I, I told you Nevaeh's good with little oh, kids. Oh, yes, exactly. Even you. You're good with youngins, dude. You come in, even though you oh, you I swear up and down, I hate them. I em. hate kids. Dude, I mean, I. How many times have you walked in my house drunk that you don't remember that you sat in there and got down on the floor with him, played with him for 20 minutes? I don't know, because I was obviously drunk. Exactly, I but can't you've done doing it. that ever. Jessica have you, has you on video and is going to use it for blackmail. I'll go ahead and warn you now. Because <laughs> I, I always come in and talk to them, but little kids do little kid things. Like, they scream for no reason. And you're not allowed to throat punch them because they don't, understand how to communicate right so those things bug me well he's trying though now that's what i'm saying he's getting to where he can whatever's bugging him he'll point at it if he's hurting his sure. teeth his ears sure sure but if he wants something he'll do it and we've yeah he's he's been a handful to a point but we're well, he's slowly, at that age you know, that terrible two yeah we're having to beat the beast out of him it oh it sucks yes and, and it i does. remember going through it and i'm just like Fuck this! <laughs> right, but but he's gotten better. He will sit down with him and warn him, give him three times, tell him to stop. The second time, get down to his level, try to explain in his way of understanding sure. the best we can. And the third time, he knows what's coming. That third time, he does start screaming because he knows what's fixing the house. Right, right, and that's the thing. And and I've always said that. Um, there's a difference between. Spanking your kids, beating your kids, right. disciplining your kids. Right. But when you're dealing with this age, because mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, I've never spanked my daughter two times. I only count two times. And those two times came in one week. But she was like five or six. Right. Exactly. You know, because she was doing some shit she know that she should have never done. Right. At that age, you've got to beat the animal out of them because kids yeah. are just animals. You got to yes. you got to train them to be humans. Now we're not saying literally beat them. We're saying discipline. Understand that for anybody new that has started like it because dude, our page picked up what twenty or thirty likes this week. I know it's been sexy, huh? Yeah, I, I was looking. I looked down and it said you've got twenty likes, and I was like, where the hell did this come from? For real. And that. That's since we announced. Yeah, we're 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 talking swats on the ass. Right. Redirecting. Right. Now some of you might say, No, no, Junior, you can't do that. And then he still sticks his hand in a blue fucking flame on the stove. Right. We're talking about whack, whack, whack on that yes. goddamn diapered ass, and that's a message. Oh, my butt hurt if I touch that. I would yeah. rather their butt hurt if they touch that as opposed to a third degree burn. <laughs> exactly. You know well, what I mean. A lot of people, since we're on the subject, before, before we carry on, and I just want to say You this. say before we carry on, we still haven't asked how your week was. All we talked about was shooting, and we moved on. To be honest, that's pretty much been the week, explaining DJ growing a little more, the okay. shooting. Because we've spent all this time together, and the rest of our time, we've just been discussing Rockin' Pod. I mean, we've been figuring out stuff, getting everything right. situated with that. Fair enough. Getting all that done. Okay, fair enough. So, I mean, I, I've just had a It's not a mystery it. for me anymore right. if I see you. <laughs> right, right, exactly. We're, we're, we're having a bottle. I, normally, with how are we, how, how's your week, mine's work, come home, help Jess, try to deal, try to learn DJ. That's all it's been mm. lately. But that's what you have to do. 
Here lately, though, since it's warming up, we're able to get out of the house. We're able to do a little more. Yes. Experience a little more. Like I said, it still shocked me, us shooting. Him, he only what? On the video, you can hear him cry, what, maybe twice a little maybe. bit? Maybe. Maybe. But the rest of the time, he's giggling along. He ran down there to look at the target and oh, yeah. showed the shots. Oh, he yeah. was tickled to death. But the next time we shoot with Granny Clyde, 100% phone charge will be live and all of us tagged in it and it be recorded for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Hell for yeah. sure. It, well, I didn't realize we were shooting. Right, exactly. You know, so uh, I was like, oh, fuck, let me get this on. And like I said, by the time it was time for Nevada to fire that 454, I got no proof she actually did it except for the fact that we witnessed it. Right. Well, they'll have proof again because you know she's going to Oh, say, she's going to shoot the shit out of that. But by then, me and, me and you have got to work on the 454 to get that holder for the uh, long range Yeah, side for the off, scope off. Yeah. For the scope off, because that way the open side, she'll be able to see it. But she outshot us with the damn 454. She outshot the fuck out of us with that damn weapon. Yeah, and no sight. No sight. She blew a hole right where I told her yes. on the board on a thin little piece of two yeah, by four. About four inches wide. Yeah. And a half inch inch thick. Yeah. She's the only one to hit that motherfucker. Yeah, she's the only one to hit. Now we've hit we hit on the inside target. You can see the ground hit blow up. Oh yeah. And shit flying the river. It's hilarious as hell. That's she walked time. back behind it and she was like, Oh my god, is that the bullets that went in the ground? I'm like, Yeah, she's like won't that hurt? And I threw a cigarette down, and she started bitching about that a little bit, mucking with it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you need to go look behind that target if you're going to bitch at me over a cigarette. I know, because she was tearing some dirt up. Yeah, we all was <laughs> tearing some damn dirt up. Is there anything else you want to say? Because I think we should have no, music No, no. We definitely need a music break, and it's uh, like I said, it's been awesome and fun so far, so after you. Oh, yeah, it has been fun, and we're already... 44 minutes into this fucking show, so... Fuck it, it's been fun. Let's hit some tunes.
Taking big tips, showing up the nice big tits. Ha! Holy fuck, we had to start heavy? Heavy? God damn! That's how Bushy and the Mountain Man's got to. We gotta start off heavy and then we go smooth. That's how a lot of people don't know. Women like it heavy. And then when you slow it down and end up hitting that spot and make them go crazy, that's how that's how you do it. Right, right. Nobody learns that. Why do you think we go heavy and soft on our music? Right, and, and then we finish off heavy. Exactly. We go back because we got to get off then at that point. Okay, I had to look. We don't really finish off heavy in this episode. <laughs> no, but that's for these people. I don't need to finish off on them. That's at Rocket Pod. Oh. I told you, I'm going, I'm going to helicopter Ian, I swear to God. I, I, I'm going to get this on video. Well, uh, <coughs> we still haven't heard, and we've got to get this clip to can, him. Can, can, can we tell him yes, what we heard? Yes. After you. Jesus. I'm drunk. Sorry. God. Slayer, Season in the Abyss. Yes, sir. That was not my choice. No. And that's my all-time favorite Slayer song. Yes, sir. That was you. Yes, sir. And then we hear some Motley Crue, The Dirt. The new Motley Crue. Right, The Dirt. Right. Established 1981. Right. But a lot of people like featuring that. Machine Gun Kelly. Yes, which it's, is actually, it's actually a great song. song. Yes, and the rap part isn't bad. bad. It, Not at it's all. enjoyable. Yes. By the way, we're planning a The Dirt review. Yes. With the great Johnny Vogan. Yes. Out of Buffalo, New York. I hope it can happen because we're also planning a Bohemian Rhapsody review with Doctor Fuck. Right. I hope these things can happen. We shall see. Right. I kind of want to get Doctor Fuck on the, that one song. We're not gonna, we're not gonna blow it out yet because I seen YouTube. We seen his reaction. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. But because yeah. who knows? I might just have to decide to say, "Hey, Bushy, play this surprise fucking song," which I'm telling you to do now, just to piss Doctor Fuck off. Why not?
Okay, look. I I have a confession to make about this fucking song. <laughs> the first few times I listened to it, hated it. And by the yeah, we hated it, hated it. By the way, that was Motley Crue covering Madonna's "Like a Virgin." Yes. Hated it. I listened to it on my phone. Yes. I. It didn't sound right. I I. The day the movie dropped, I had yes. already pre-ordered the Dirt soundtrack. Right. So, I get up, I watch the movie, because I had to work that night. Right. So, you know, I was on my fucked up night schedule. I watch the movie, I play the soundtrack, and I'm thumping out here because everybody else is gone. Right. And I'm like, it's not that bad. Right. <laughs> right. And I was mad. Because the first five times I tried listening to it, because I was thinking, it'll be a grower. It'll be a grower. But I listened to it on my phone. Right. I heard it on my stereo, and I was pissed off, because it's like, it's not that bad. I'm, I'm going on the record as saying, like a version cover, Motley Crue, not that bad. No. It's not great, but not that bad. Right. It's no jailhouse rock. No, it is not. I, I sit and watch the interview with uh, Tommy Lee and Nikki Six. Good interview. Yes. No, I think they're full of shit in that interview. Yes, to a point. (laughs) But they walked in, then Nikki Six walked in and said, listen to this. And they're sitting there going, really? Like a virgin? Right. Are you kidding me? Exactly. And then the more they sit there and worked with it and went on, that's one of them songs you're taking a leap of faith. Yes. It's it's a leap of faith. It's either good or bad. It's like the movie right now. I'm hearing both ways. I'm not going to say my way right now because we're planning on doing the review. Yeah, we want to review the film. Exactly. But for that song, at first, I'm like you. We listened to it together. Yeah. You're sitting in yonder. Yeah. Granny Clyde looked at me and you like we were fucking morons and said, are you kidding me? My favorite band fucking covered that damn song? Because mom's favorite songs kickstart my heart. I don't know if you know this. She wants it played at her funeral. Nice. Kickstart my heart at her funeral. Of course, when she's dead, she wants to kickstart my fucking heart. Of course. But. Nevaeh's grandfather's song that was played at his funeral was Hello Goodbye by the Beatles. There you go. So I get it. Right. Kickstart my heart makes perfect sense. For her, yes. It makes key total. How about this? Mm -hmm. This is weird. We're going to get back into music and then we're going to hit our topic. Perfect. Okay, cool. Here's some tunes. Smells like palm oils. The cashier wears the same overalls. The cops wash the blood off their hands with the moonshine they took from the moonlight.
Down. Ain't hurting the things, so why not? Turn up a tune to line up the shots. 
Oh, sorry. Rogue Zombie. It's stuck in my head now, David. We talked about it. Just go ahead and do Dr. Fight until we shut the fuck up. No, I was just looking at my notes like, like I didn't see like a version of here anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we heard Up Church, <laughs> Dirty South. Yes, sir. And who was who picked that? That was you. Have I ever picked rap before on this show? That's not right. That's rock. To a point. No, yeah. that's rock. Well, yeah, that's the that's the, the that's yeah, the, the one rock. up church rock album we yes. reviewed. That motherfucker. Yes, we did. Were you here for that episode? I'm drunk. I don't remember. Jesus I Christ! Can, I can't remember what the fuck we done two weeks ago. Right now. Word. But in that vein, yes, Dirty South, and then yes, we sir. heard the Lax with Redneck Rockstar, uh-huh. and that's what I hope to be. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, so. We have kind of a fun episode this week. Yes. Me you, well, you know one of mine. Yeah. But we have not seen each other's list. Sure. We do not know who's picked who. True. Before, we've kind of pre-planned, but we're going straight, not knowing. Yeah, we're shooting from the hip on this one. Yes, with each other. So, um, since I always introduce shit. Right. And I introduce Guitarmageddon. Yes, sir. We're doing what? Well, we decided with Guitar Mageddon that we would continue on now because one of our good friends that's a bass player that I have now been talking with quite a bit and stuff, and a couple others, we figured we'd continue on now with our all-time, our all-time personal favorite bass players in bands. Right, Bass Mageddon. Bass Mageddon, in our opinion. Now, a lot of people may... Oh, well, yeah. Oh, that, fuck that, them. Uh, who cares? This is our opinions to get it out there for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, who cares? Fuck them. Yeah. This, you, this is the bass players we enjoy. Exactly. And you know there's going to be a few that they're going to be like, oh, hell yeah, we love them, but it may not be in the order now, that they would have. let's specify this. This is not the greatest bass players in the world. No. Although no. I'm pretty sure I have one or two of them. I think I do as well, <laughs> probably. But it's just... Bass players, because bass bass is the redheaded stepchild. Yes. Of, of of any band. Yes. You know what I mean, and they don't get the credit they deserve. Right. Drummers get credit. Yes. Guitar players get credit. Right. Singers get credit. Right. Bass players, eh? Fuck them. But they're responsible for throwing down the rhythm. Yes. Every bit of it. The whole rhythm section is literally bass and drums. Yes. Of any band. Yes. I don't give a fuck how many instruments you put in there. How well, anything, it doesn't matter. Keyboards, bass, and drums. Yes, they are the forefront of the rhythm. Yes, you so, are 100% so right. we're doing bass Mageddon. Yes, our um, all-time favorites that we enjoy. And I, like I said, I think me and you are going to be somewhat the same, but I think we're going to be surprised by a couple of ours. It it definitely could be. Um, I don't know how deep we're going to get. Uh, right. We're we're an hour into this. Right. This could be a two hour not, episode. Not including the music. Right. Not <laughs> including the music. But um, when you talk about bass players, what is it that you look for in a bass player? Because I know I have my idea. What is it that you look for in a bass player? Well, you basically said it. The rhythm. I do not see a difference because I know a lot of people. A lot of people love the people that slap bass, freehand bass. There's a lot of people that sits there that loves that that says picking at a bass is not the same. I know there's arguments both ways. 
the way I look at it is the rhythm they contributed and the energy they contributed. And what I loved about bass, not only bass players that followed with the drums, I loved the bass players that tried to follow with the drums and the guitar both. Right. That would make the bass sing just as much as a guitar would. Sure. So that is what I'm contributing for my all-time favorites. Okay. Is what they contributed to the music that they made. When I think of bass players, I think of guys that aren't just riding the E chord all right. the time. Right. They aren't just, okay, if you have a basic E, C, D song. Right. You're just ding 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 Exactly. I'm thinking of guys outside of that box. Right. And I'm not taking anything from those guys because I'm an eighties hair metal fucking fanatic and that was basically Every bit of how they played Steel Panther. Fucking what's his name? Lexi Fox. There you go. What does he ninety percent time play? As his stupid character, that's what they make fun of him for, but Lexi Fox can play a fucking bass. A lot of people don't realize he gets on a bass freehand. He can fucking spin one. Spin well, there's it there's a lot to the bass. Yes, and uh, I'll I'll go ahead and uh, go ahead and open this up. Go ahead. And I'm sure it's very predictable. It's very predictable. But Gene Simmons, and I'm gonna tell you why. If you listen to the song, uh, I'm not three. You're sick of steam. Nice, you got it on there. Sweet. This, <laughs> this song, Go On Blind. Yes. Right. Right. Rock and Roll All Night. I hate that song. And it's not that I hate that song because I hate that song. It's overplayed. Extremely. But listen to that bass like. Detroit Rock All over the fucking place. Detroit Rock City in the intro. Amazing bass player. Yes. I think he's highly underrated. Yes. Because of the theatrics, and you know he runs his mouth a lot. But Gene Simmons, I think, is an amazing bass player. Is he my favorite? Maybe because I'm a biased person, because I'm such a huge Kiss nerd. Right. But he's a great bass player. Yes. Great, and I think he's highly underrated. Correct. Uh, I can 100% agree with that. I love that you fucking had him on well, your list. Well, see, I thought he was going to be more down on your list. He was more at the beginning of mine. But I thought he was going to be more like down towards the top. But No, because he doesn't get the credit he deserves right. because of the theatrics, but, because of everything else. He doesn't get the credit. Right. Listen to Going Blind and listen to fucking uh, uh, Rock and Roll All Night. Mm-hmm. Listen to how the bass line goes. Right. And I think everything you didn't know about bass is played right there. Yes, every bit of it. Every single bit of it. Well, since you're going with that one, I'm going to have to follow up with, and God, we miss you. I hate you passed away. Lemmy. Killmeister. Oh, shit. Following right along with Gene Simmons, because if you think about it, Lemmy is one of the ones that helped start that definite speed bass line within heavy metal. I'm embarrassed to say Lemmy didn't make my list. Really? Lemmy played bass like a guitar player plays a guitar. Right. I'm ashamed to say I didn't even think of Lemmy. That's amazing. Lemmy's a fucking god. Yes. But he he didn't play bass like a bass. Right. He played it, like you said, he made it sound with the guitar for it to sound loud. That's what Motorhead was. Yeah. In your face. And a lot of 
chords. Yes. Lemmy was a chord bass player. Yes, he was a chorder. Yes, or slap bass. He was, no, he didn't play slap. Well, you know what I mean. Basically, he wanted every chord to be heard along with the guitar to make sure it sounded exactly the way they wanted it to come Oh, through. yeah. Yeah, and he made it the lead instrument yes. in his band. Yes. Wow. Man, I can't believe I didn't fucking think Lemmy. How the fuck right. did I not forget? What? You bet. You, he might have been. Who knows, dude? It's it, we, We're going all-time favorites. So it just it could have just been a little overlooked. I'm sure you've got other ones on there that a lot of people ain't going to think of, just like a few of No, off. I think mine are very predictable because <clears throat> the other one I would think of would be like David Ellison of Metallic or uh, Megadeth. That's my number two, so I'm going to have to change that. Shit! (laughs) (laughs) But no, I can agree with that. You don't have to change anything. Right. I just have to say that uh, I was not a thrash metal person. I was into the the hair metal, the glam metal. Right. And glam could have been uh, uh, loudness, and it could have been wasp. Yeah. And, uh, 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 spoiler alert, wasp. But... (laughs) When I first heard Peace Cells, <laughs> right. that lead bass, before the rest of the band kicked in, right. I was blown the fuck away because I had never heard anything like that before. Right. Before. I'm pretty sure, other than maybe Primus, right. I've heard nothing since. Right. There's the bass on that song in particular. Right. Was the lead instrument right? And you never hear bass as a lead instrument. On, on you know, Primus, right. of course, right. we said later. I had never heard that before. David Ellison, yeah. David Ellison made me a thrash metal fan, right? With that Megadeth song, "Peace Cells," even over buying. Metallica. Even over Metallica, oh, I have to agree with that. I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a bigger Megadeth fan. Oh, than Metallica. exactly, and I we agree. we could have that conversation another day, right? But I, I can 100% agree because the only person in comparison to Metallica that would uh, equivalent to that in any way, but for Slap Bass, and I'm going to go ahead and pull him my number four, I'm going to have to say Cliff Burton. Yeah. Cliff was the only reason then I, I enjoyed Metallica. Yeah. Well, because he would make Cliff's that Cliff's not Slap Bass. No, he was a picker. He, he, was, he was a finger picker. Yes. And he would he would keep up with Kurt. Honest to God, Cliff would have made now. God only knows how good of a damn bass player he'd be today. Cliff was amazing. Yes. And if I had to pick greatest bass players of all time, he would be as, as opposed to favorites. Right. Cliff's top of the list. Oh yeah, for he, sure. He, for sure. He he's making these other guys on my list look like bitches. Right. Except for maybe one. But I'm telling you, Cliff Burton, dude, for whom the bell tolls. Exactly. That whole thing, everybody thinks is a guitar solo at no. the beginning. That's bass through a distortion pedal. Yes. One hundred. Cliff was the man, and it's funny because there's another Metallica guitar or bass player today. Yes. That Trio, Trio, I think is his name or something like that. Yeah, Robert Robert Trujillo. Yeah. They could make the list. He did not make mine. No, he didn't make mine either. Uh, originally, Suicidal Tennessees. Right. Amazing, he could play slap, yes, and he could finger pick, finger pick both, and was offered a million dollars to join Metallica because he could play Kif, uh, Cliff Burton's licks, right, with fingers, yes, not with a pick, with fingers, like yes. Jason Newstead was a pick player, yes, 
And I don't, I don't shit on pick players. No, not at all. But Trujillo is a finger player. Yes. And could play Burton's legs. Yes. Every bit. That's of huge. Yes. Burton, Burton may be the greatest unsung talent that we never got to see. Yes. So we don't know it. Now, he didn't make my list. I just had to cross him off. Right. Because <laughs> Cliff Burton was amazing. Yes. Amazing, period. Absolutely amazing. Well, since, since you mentioned that guy just a minute ago, Les Claypool. Promise. Oh, my God. That was, uh, he is actually my number seven. I don't have mine numbered. Right. But I've, I, the only reason I do it is because just the way I, I just look. Sure. But, but since you brought him up, I'm like you, uh, with, along with... Uh, Ellison. Thank you. That Les Claypool, Jesus Christ. Les was a or is. Yeah, still this day. Slap bass. My name is Bud. Right. Amazing. Amazing. Now, not a Primus fan. No. I actually think they're stupid. Yeah. The only song <laughs> I've ever liked was Three Little Pigs because it's fucking hilarious. You That's hear not Primus. That's what? Green Jello. Oh, I'm sorry, but yeah, the Mud. Mud. My name right. is Mud. Mud. Yes. Dude, you got My Name is Mud, uh, Tommy the Cat, Cat. Winona, uh, Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Yep. Hilarious. Yes. Uh, and I like those radio hit songs. Right. I, I couldn't tell you a single solitary deep cut. Right. But Claypool on the bass, yes. the way he can slap. And sing at the same damn time. Fucking amazing. And it's funny you say that because I have Claypool on my shit too. Look, I'm crossing him off. But I'm going to bring up another brilliant slap bass player that can also finger pick the bass and use a pick and play the bass. And it's a band that I'm not a huge fan of, but I did like their first couple albums, and that's uh, Red Hot Chili uh, Chili Peppers. We're talking about Flea. Uh, Flea did not make my list, but I can agree. I can agree. One, probably today, one of the best. One of the absolute yeah. best. He, he could do the same things less can. Fucking brilliant, brilliant bass player. Yes. Probably more known for playing naked on stage, <laughs> kind of like Tommy Lee when he's playing drums. Right. But uh, highly underrated as a bass player. Yes, very much. Very much so. Well, I'm going to throw this one out here. Not a lot of people like this band, but except for the first few albums. But in my opinion, he should have stuck to a bass more than a keyboard on the albums that sucked. But I'm going to have to throw a little bit of credit to Canada. Geddy Lee from Rush. Oh, shit. If you think about it, the way he can play a bass, he can make it sing. I give Geddy Lee credit because he can sing, play the bass, and a keyboard at the same time. Right. Right. That's all I have to say about Geddy Lee. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> I, but you're like me. Their first few albums are awesome. Absolutely. No. Well, decent. But no. them with the keyboards? No. I, I can't stand Rush. I don't like progressive rock. I can't stand it. It's 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 a bunch of overinflated noise to me. Well, I respect the fact that he can play the bass and the keyboards and sing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Of course. Right. I have 
no rush on my external hard drive. I don't own a single CD. No, I have a song because it was on a compilation album. And because I asked you to play it whenever John was here just to fuck with him yeah. a little while back. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. And I own <laughs> one Rush vinyl. I bought it, Farewell to the Kings, mm -hmm. to see if I could become a Rush fan. There you go. Not a fan. However, yep, can't deny it. Great, great bass player. Right. And he could play bass and keyboards and sing at the same fucking time. Right. Well, let me throw this one at you for shits and giggles. James Brown band. Bootsy Collins. Bootsy! Big Bootsy. Oh my fuck, are you going Bootsy? I'm going Bootsy. I did I, not go funk at all. Uh, I told you I was going to be a little bit oh, all over the shit. place. Oh uh, shit. That was one thing. Jessica was uh, had XM satellite radio on and it, that James Brown, come on. Earlier today, and that's when it hit me. Whoa! Wait a minute. I got. I got to remember him, and I, I remembered the Collins. I just couldn't remember Bootsy, and I started listening. Even I was like, "Holy fuck! How did we? How did I not originally think of him? I oh. love James Brown. I always have." Yeah, Bootsy is the shit. Yes. <laughs> we, I told you it's gonna be a little over the spectrum, but we're always over the spectrum. How the hell did I not think about Bootsy? Well, what, what, what's your opinion of Bootsy? Dude, Bootsy is amazing. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh -huh. Didn't he go on to perform with uh, Parliament Funkadelic? Correct. Dude, Bootsy is the shit. Yes. Like the absolute shit. That dude, because funk is a, is, is a different world altogether. Yes. Funk is, like if the blues, you, you might say something in 15 notes and say it in two. Funk is all about what you're saying too. Right. You know, those offbeats. Right. Oh, man. Bootsy. How the fuck? Oh, I should just shoot myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no reason to shoot yourself. Oh, like I said, God. it's all over the spectrum a little bit with me on mine, but I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, Bootsy, great, great bass player. Yes. Very much. All right. Jesus. It's your turn. Oh, well, let's go back to the band that uh, everybody loves until they got a different singer. And then that different singer was obviously so good that that bass player went off and he's still with that singer to this day. Michael Anthony. Son of a bitch. Now I might as well shoot my fucking self. Dude, for How real. How the fuck did I not think about Michael Anthony? Good, I'm glad you fucking said that because I feel bad about Bootsy. Damn. Michael Anthony, come on, some of the most iconic bass iconic, lines. yes. Oh my you know, God. Through the Van Halen years, and I'm sorry, even through the Van Hagar years. Hold on, hip hops go to my damn safe, go get my pistol. <laughs> so we can just shoot each other in the foot right now and get it right, fucking right. over with. It's like, Really? Yeah, Michael Anthony, great bass player and great backup vocalist. Backup vocal, yes. Jesus Christ. What the fuck's wrong with us tonight? I don't know. Now, here, here's my question. Have, have you heard the stories about Eddie Van Halen told Michael Anthony what he had to play on the bass? Do you believe that shit? No, I don't. I've heard those stories, this and that. Y'all don't know. Do you think it's just more of that bullshit Van Halen yes. drama? Because with the Sammy Hagar thing, Michael Anthony's been playing with Sammy... 
God damn. For what? Fucking 20 years yes, now. Yes, but quit f- rubbing that in my fucking face. I'm, yes. I'm just saying. I know. God damn it. But still. So who, fucking so, Hagar. So, who, so who's the assholes? Eddie, Alex, and Dave. Uh, yes, exactly. A hundred fucking percent. You are right. Yeah. But Michael Anthony as a bass player and a backup vocalist, that's a double fucking Win. hammered fucking yeah. gun there. That's, dude, who wouldn't want that in their band? Right. Exactly. I, I agree. Son of a bitch, I cannot believe that didn't make my list. Hey, I'm still pissed off about Bootsy. <sighs> Shit. All right, well, I'm going to throw this one at you because uh, I'm going to say with this, we're going to hit another... Uh, music block after this one but i know during this time and age you kind of got out of uh rock and roll because of the grunge era oh shit but this band to me saved heavy metal oh lord because of them being and there's no other way to put them the cowboys from hell that they were oh, rex mr rex brown from pantera the only band in my opinion that saved heavy metal during the fucking grunge era rex on that bass for and i, I the song's gonna come up here shortly so yeah. say, on fucking domination tell me and he picked but still him keeping up with dimebag daryl tell me what you think about rex brown i've never thought of Rex. Um, for me, he was more of a working guy. It, true, true. Nothing really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Not to take away from what you feel about him. Right. But nothing really stood out to me. Well, to me, the main reason for Rex, and uh, like you said, bass players don't get a lot of credit. Domination, Cowboys from Hell, all them albums, if you think about it. All I can think of is the guitar. Exactly, but name anybody that could have kept up with Dimebag with that rhyme in that day and time to keep up with them as much as they were going, as hard as they were going, and wanted to scare people like they did. Name anybody you could think that would have had the mentality like Rex to be able to keep up with Dimebag, to keep that rhythm for them going to save heavy metal then. Maybe. Maybe. Do you see my point now? That's I, why that's why I I'm do see your point. Credit. I um uh, I think metal was dead and Pantera was the savior is a misnomer. Just because a lot True. of these bands were underground. Right. You know, Iron Maiden was playing two thousand seat halls right. as right. opposed to fifty thousand seat halls. But metal was still alive. But you're right. Grunge came out. Right. You know, Nirvana and Alice in Chains and fucking yeah. Stone Temple Pilots and Soundgarden and, you know, all, all these bands have come out in the 90s. Sin's bands. Might as well go ahead and say it. Sin City's bands. He loved grunge. Sure, sure. Nothing wrong with, uh, it, with I, that. I can't hate him for that. No. I, the only one I piss all over is fucking Nirvana. I agree. I, I hate that band. But Pantera was definitely waving the flag for metal in the mainstream. That's that's what I was meaning. Yeah. In the mainstream. In the mainstream to keep it going. Because they were that popular. They wanted to scare people. They wanted it in your face. Oh, yeah. They wanted it to be that way. And they loved all the old school stuff that we love. Exactly. Now, what's your uh, next one? And then we'll go to a music break. Okay, so my next bass player... Um, man, he's played with David Lee Roth. 
He played with Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. He played with Steve Vai. Billy Sheehan. Ooh! Fuck! Billy Sheehan. I might as well just go out there and just shoot myself totally. How the fuck? Self-taught. Yes. And... Yes. Oh, my God. And he wouldn't just play at the back. He would pick on the fret all the way fucking oh, up. Oh, yeah. And He's doing harmonics. Son of a bitch. He's How doing Eddie Van Halen tricks. Yes. On the bass. Yes. Amazing bass player. Fuck. So, with that... Let's get into some music, and oddly enough, you wanted to... You know what? Let's just play the music. Let's just play. Now, Stevie, now don't be nervous, honey, okay? I'm going to go in, and I'm going to introduce you, and then you're going to come in with your guitar, and you're going to play that nice, nice music you were telling me about. And while you're doing that, I'll be sitting in the back of the room. We'll have such a good time, so don't you be nervous, honey. It'll relax everybody, and we'll be so happy. I'm going to go now. I'll introduce you, okay? Heads up! Now, you kids, you, all of you, calm down. That's good, okay? Everyone in your own seats, that's good, okay? Now, little Stevie Vai is going to play a composition on the guitar. He wrote it all by himself. Okay, Stevie, bring your three friends up. They can play with you. That's Steve Vine. What a nice little boy. I wrote this song for all my friends. When I grow up, I'm going to be a famous rock and roll guitar player. Love it. <laughs> Go ahead. This is my grandma. That's going to be
All right, speaking of Steve Vai, we just heard Steve Vai, the audience is listening. The Mountain Man wanted to hear that. And I wanted to hear Ingve Malmsteen with While My Guitar Gently Weeps off his latest album, Blue Lightning. Right. It's really, really good. You got to make sure to check that shit out. Um, we're here talking bass Mageddon. Yes. And we're obviously, we're obviously just music schmucks, music fans. We're not well-versed in anything. No. But, boy, we have some guys we really love listening to. Yes. And uh, we're basically coming into the home stretch. I've got a few more I'd like to talk about that I think really stand out. Right. What do you have? Or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go with this one. Uh, In my opinion, with this band, did not get a lot of credit. But his brother on the rhythm, or no, the brother on the rhythm guitar and the brother on the lead guitar got a lot of the credit. But him with his bass line with the drummer that could just hit a simple fucking note. I know you're going ACDC. Yes, sir, you are correct. I am going Cliff Williams. Nice. Nice. Could play exactly what they wanted and make sure you heard every chord of it, along with the drums, and along with the rhythm guitar. What I like about Cliff Williams is he's one of those ride-the-string yes. kind of bass players. You know, you know, he's just right there in the pocket. Right. No holds barred. barred. Dude, good. Did not make my list, but great fucking choice. Right. Great fucking choice. Um, the whole band got credit, but him, not as much as I, in my opinion, he should have got. Oh, yeah, because everybody thinks, uh, uh, Malcolm. Right. Malcolm's the whole rhythm of ACDC. No, the drummer and the bass is the rhythm. You just had a rhythm guitar player. Right. And Malcolm, yes, uh, when you hear an ACDC song, you expect to hear that rhythm guitar while Angus is going off. Right. But you have to get past that and listen to that bass and drums. Right. Those guys that are holding down the entire fucking band. Exactly. Good call. Good call. Now, my next one is out of left field. Oh, Out of left field. Because I don't think he's (coughs) one of the greatest bass players ever. I think he was in your face. Mm -hmm. He was fast as fuck. Mm -hmm. And he was singing... While fast as fuck. And you opened with my all-time favorite song by said band, but Mr. Tom Araya, a fucking slayer. There you go. Is he the greatest bass player ever? Oh, fucking course not. No. But that son of a bitch can hold the tempo with the fucking drums. Yes. While singing thrash metal the most brutal thrash metal mm-hmm. there is because i'm sorry i love overkill i love megadeth i love metallica i love testament i love exodus i love anthrax right but tom Araya? <laughs> come yeah. on this motherfucker <laughs> is throwing it down and it may be on one string it could be the, the low e string right. i don't care he's throwing it down while singing and keeping in time with his drummer. Right. I, I, I give Every him a lot of credit. I think yes. he's fucking amazing. 
teetotal amazing. I think it's amazing. And and you played my favorite song by that band earlier. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Very more than welcome. All right. Well, mine's coming out of left field. And I'm going with somebody that not a lot of people know. Who me and you, you've been good friends with. And I'm just now becoming good friends with. Oh, well, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> 13, Pagan Holiday, 13. Oh, shit. Michael Von Pagan. Oh, my God. Mr. I, Michael. Des Jardins. Yes, sir. I went to high school with that guy. Yes, sir. Funny story. I walked up to him one day. He's he's coming down the stairs through the through the hallway that leads to the, to, you know, to the main office. And he's got this long dark black hair and he's like wearing a Megadeth t-shirt and a fucking jean cut off sleeves you know with patches all over it and I was just like dude I want to learn how to play bass will you teach me how to play bass he said yeah go get a bass and I'll teach you how to play bass mm -hmm. my dad wouldn't buy me a bass that's really? yes for that creative style of music yeah I, I, I've got to know because you know me I'm a pagan holiday fucking nut swinger. yes yes for Halloween theme, for death, for keeping up in a Halloween theme band, 90% of it, and the rock, and the bass he plays, the type. Because if you think of Michael, Mr. Michael, the way he plays, because I've sat and listened, and he, he, he did a little interview with me. He basically gave me some of his inspiration, stuff like that, and what got him into bass. Well, fucking cool. Um, Talk, bitch. I want to hear about this. Cause of course. This is something maybe I haven't heard. And I've interviewed his band three or four times on the Big Bushy Power Hour. Right. Well, I asked him some of his inspirations and stuff. And he was just... Crew, Kiss, Cooper. Close. 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 And pretty close to that. But let me pull it up here really quick so we don't have to edit nothing out. But when I was talking to him, I just asked him in general, I was like, in my opinion for you, for the way you play bass, for Halloween theme and for 13 Pagan Holiday 13, you were one of the best bass players for that genre of music. Do you nice. care to tell me some of your inspiration and stuff and leading to it? And when he started telling me his inspiration, it started making me think, oh shit, this is kind of what he plays for his band. You already said Mr. Gene Simmons. Yes, sir. I know he's a big Kiss fan. I yep. know he's a Molly Crew fan. And Nikki Six, definitely one. D.D. Ramone. From oh, the Ramones. Ramones. Yeah, they do have a punk edge, don't yep. they? Uh, Steve Harris. Maiden. Maiden. And uh, Burton, which we quoted. Metallica, of course. Exactly, for a lot of his speed playing for whenever they get that. But one guy I can't mention yet because I'm going to mention him a little later and me and you both love this dude so that's why I'm not going there yet. But uh, basically growing up, the reason why he got into the bass playing was horror films, comics, sure. all that stuff. But in his opinion for him, he loves the freedom of being able to be the crazy Halloween fuck you, I'm going to look how I want to look and play how I want to for my theme of music with my band to make everybody as happy as can be. Right. Well, Pagan Holiday, okay, because I knew them as Pagan Holiday. They've expanded on their right. name. Right, right. 13 Pagan Holiday 13. They are a horror rock band. 
Yes. They 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 call their music rot and roll. Rot and roll. R O T. Rot and roll. Yes. Um, they're all about fun. Yes. They're all about theatrics. Yes. They're all about eighties macabre. Yes. You know what I mean? All those macabre and and and. That's M A C A B R E. You would yes. you would read it as macabre. macabre. <laughs> no, I would not. That's all. I'm not that damn drunk. <laughs> no, they're a great band, and, and of course, I have pimped that band out yes. on my radio show, you know, wholeheartedly. Uh, I, man, I would not have seen you going that way. That's yes. awesome. Yes, that's, that's why we fucking awesome. And see, the other reason with the band that I like him so much, especially with his bass playing, it makes you feel basically you can dress up for Halloween exactly how you want to. Let that inner self of you out. Yeah. It's and they do you, it year round. Exactly, but also it lets you know fall's coming. The fall lair. Yeah. The supernatural feeling, the supernatural stirrings of horror and stuff. Stop. I'm telling you. Stop. No, that's what it is. Stop. What? Long Shadows Fall on Halloween.
bitch. What's up? Nobody can see that, but I'm flipping you off and fist bumping you at the same time. Great tune. Great tune. <laughs> yes, but I mean, that's that's the main reason when you first, because when we first, I didn't hear nothing about them. You're the one that introduced me. Right, right. And when I got that, dude, I didn't get that out of my truck for a week. I fell in love with that fucking album. I mean, I did, literally. I loved, because when I was younger, I loved the Halloween look myself. I, sure. I'd done the gothic pants, the baggy metal shirts. Mm-hmm. And wanted to grow my hair long, but my parents wouldn't let me until I got older, blah, 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 the normal shit. Right. That was the kind of music I was mainly into, and seeing that you knew these guys, which yeah. also, by the way, to the band, we hope y'all are doing good. Oh, fuck. Because of what happened with your guitarist, we're sending heavy vibes, heavy metal uh, prayers to all of yous at this point yeah. in time. Yeah, that's... As well. That's, that's so rough. Yes. And... and yeah, let, let's take the time to get out of character. Right. Go ahead. And say, Mike, you were you were in my radio show tonight, you and Gabriel. And I, I just want to say, my heart goes out to you, and the mountain man's yep. heart goes out to Actually, you. Actually, W.L. Weinberger's heart goes out to you. Yes, sir. Uh, we love you. Uh, we, we hope and pray. And I don't pray. He prays. I don't pray. We hope you can overcome this. Yes. Anything you need, anytime you want to talk, get a hold of any of us. Yes. Any night. If we're not at work, we're going to talk to you. And frankly, if we're at work, we're probably going to talk. Oh, to I'll you. talk to you anyway. Yeah. I, I got free time on my fucking yeah. hands at my job. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't, but I'll, <laughs> but I'll take the time. Right. Exactly. Uh, so to to Dex. We love you, brother. Yes. Godspeed. You know, off to Valhalla. Yep. And bring the horror show to heaven, to hell, to whatever, you know, whatever the fuck is left after this lifetime. Right. Couldn't say it better. Damn. I, I think we should hit another music block before we hit the last thing. That's works. Because I don't know another way to end that. There ain't no better way. Good enough. Here's some tunes.
Yeah. 
All right, you just heard Pantera domination. <laughs> yes, sir. Mountain Man wanted to hear that. <laughs> and then, of course, because Bushy's a dork, you heard Super Tramp, the logical song. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We've been talking about bass players, who we think are influential, uh, influential, who we think are relevant. Yes. And um, I, I know we have a few left. I have two. Okay, I have three, so I should go first. Go for it. Because you hit you hit me with a Michael Von Pagan. Right. And I was like, fuck. Like I said, they're I'm not known, go... and I want to help them get out there. I want to help them get as far as they can. Dude, I, I pushed them on my show, and they I got know. a record deal, so I'm just saying. But that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm with I, you. I, I'm, I want to help them go further through our show. Yes, sir. And definitely pimp it through here, because exactly. other people can listen. And they're going to hear Long Shadows Fall on Halloween, exactly. so we're good to go. Yes. Um, Blackie Lawless. Wasp. Yes, sir. Not necessarily a great bass player. No, but God, I What a great performer. And beat the shit Shit out of his bass while he was fucking playing. And didn't give a damn if it broke. He still beat the fuck out of it. Dude, did you... He made it like his damn redheaded stepchild. And for real. <laughs> and the funny thing is, he's actually a great musician. Yes, he is. But back then, the early 80s, when we're talking about their first two albums, yes. Debut Wasp, and then uh, The Last Command, it was all about just smacking the shit out of that motherfucker and putting on a show and right. bounce all over the stage. Blackie Lawless, again, sing. Yes. And and I, I, I know, look, for a lot of you guys out there that listen to our show that um, don't understand how important it is when you play your instrument and can sing. I'm a guitar player. I can play and sing one song only. Only one. Any other time I try and I lose time and I cannot do it. I give mad credit to people that can do that. Right. Drummers that can play and sing... Fuck. If I was the gay, Eagles. I would suck their dicks. The Eagles. Dude, Peter Chris of Kiss. Yeah, Eric Carr of Chris. Eric Singer of Kiss. Right. There's so many Man. of these guys that can play and sing, and I cannot. So I respect it. Yes. Now, Blackie Lawless was fucking wild. He didn't give a shit. He's beating the shit out of his fucking bass, bouncing all over the goddamn stage, and singing lead vocals. Yes. Absolutely amazing wasp. Blackie Lawless, what do you got? My next one, uh, influential, best bass player, probably not. Just like Blackie, entertainer, wrote music, could sing, Mr. Nikki Six of Motley Crue. Oh, motherfucker, that was one of mine. Yes, sir. Mr. Nikki Six bounced across stage, did not give a rat's ass. He beat the hell out of the bass. Didn't know even when he started. Didn't know how to play fucking bass. Right. Stole, didn't know what a bass was. Stole, stole a fucking, fucking guitar. guitar. <laughs> <laughs> As the legend goes. Yes. And but one of the biggest today that after learning and getting into it, one of the best performing bass players, in my opinion, to do a show. Their shows. If you watch them live, are not always the best. The the band supposedly playing live here and there wasn't that great. 
But by God, you got Nikki Six on that bass. You got Tommy Lee behind the drums and Mick Mars plugging up that fucking guitar. Yes, sir. It didn't matter. Tommy Lee and Nikki Six was by God going back up. They Mick, were. They all were. The way around. They were on fire. Now, all I'm going to say is this, and it's going to sound gay as fuck, Mm-mm. but think it over. Okay. Don't go away mad. Just go, go away. away. Listen to that bass line. Exactly. And that motherfucker. Yes. So all the doubts that anybody had, all the shit that anybody could have talked about a bass player. Right. For Motley Crue through all those, you know, first four albums. Right. Don't go away mad. Just, Just go, go away. away. The bass line. Yes. And that motherfucker. And that's the sober album. Is tits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they finally all got clean. Yep. And what having no fucking fun, but <laughs> they got clean and number one album. Yeah, oh yeah, they finally hit their stride. Yep. So, but one hundred percent Nikki Six in my opinion. But like I said, not the best bass player, mm. but performing and contributing to their music, probably one of the best. Oh, dude, I'm a huge Nikki Six fan. I don't care. Right. Uh, do you have any left? I have one. Okay, I have one. Why do I have feeling this same damn person? I'm curious to know. <sighs> Black Sabbath. Fucking geezers! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I told you I couldn't miss yes! <laughs> Black Sabbath. You cannot. Fucking geezer. Butler, god damn. In the 70s, he was all over the place. Yes, and he didn't move on stage. That was the best part. He wasn't exactly... A move around performer. No, he was like he, Bruce Kulick when he first joined yeah, this. He's he, right there with a ukulele. He's just nailing The it. long hair with the short bangs just bobbing his oh. head all over the fucking fret. Every, I told you it was going to be the same damn one. I knew it. I fucking knew it. But Yes, sir. What, name anybody. Dude, it's right there. Who's not crossed off? Dude. Geezer are fucking bums. my number one. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> yeah. But, but you think about it. And he didn't, it wasn't about the performance with him. It was about the sound. Yes. It was about what he contributed with. Exactly. Oh, God. And him just standing there headbanging. That's all yeah. he had to do because you heard his backing the drums and backing, and I cannot believe I'm so freaking buzzed and. I can't remember the guitarist. I am sorry. Tony Iommi. Thank you. He played with both of them. Yeah. He was one of them that would keep up with the drums and the guitar. Yes, sir. All at once. Holy fuck. Geezer Butler. I cannot believe you had that. Great fucking choice, Mountain Man. Um, I. No, we, <laughs> we do have more music. Oh, thank God. Because I was like, fuck, we're out of music. No, we do have one more set. We do have music. Um, but I knew that was going to be our number ones because me and you have said every single time, Geezer Butler, Geezer Butler, uh, on our bases every time. Yeah. And I, I could not narrow it down to no one else. Nikki Six was my number two performer. But Geezer, even for contributing, he wasn't the big performer type. Right. But contributing live or in studio, that... Later. And the I mean this... Down. I mean this in the most respectful way ever, but that son of a bitch could put it down better than not probably, in my opinion, Bootsy fucking Collins. 
in the, with Black yeah. Sabbath stuff. He was on par with John Paul Jones of fucking go. Zeppelin, definitely. Right. right. Definitely. Holy right. fuck. It's funny when we get on the same page like that without knowing what we're bringing. Right. To the episode. Well, you hadn't mentioned him at that point. And I was like, son of a bitch, we're getting down yep. here. I, I already know who That's... our fucking number one is. Because he hadn't said it yet. Yeah. And just as soon as you looked at me and said, who is it? I was like, just as soon as I say fucking black, but she's going to jump. Sure enough, <laughs> his son bitch jumped out of his chair and fucking gave me a high five. I knew it was coming. Yes, sir. Geezer fucking butler. But I mean, what, what more can you say about it? Well, they're the godfathers of metal. Yes. And they were doing something because... You know, back then, you know, bass players, other than the hippie bands. Right. Because we didn't touch on the hippie band bass players because we don't like that music. Well, it's not that we don't like it. it no, it's because it, we don't like it. Well, that mom listens to them, and I, I've somewhat gotten into the bass rhythm of them. I don't sure, Grateful Dead, great bass player. Exactly. I couldn't tell you his name. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I got into the... A Grateful Dead fan could. Uh, right, but I, I got into the music, but the lyrics and all that, the the, the, the slow aspect of it, peace, love, harmony, I was more for the bass and drums aspect of it. Sure. Of all of it, of any hippie music, and I mean hippie music in a good way, people, not in a bad way. No, we all know it's fucking hippie music, it's okay. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, brilliant. Fucking uh, Grateful Dead, brilliant band, not a fan. I, I prefer Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Right. You know, uh, Jimi Hendrix was considered hippie. Uh, Janis Joplin was considered hippie. Right. right. But man, for us to be on point with Nikki Six and Geezer coming right. into the final stretch, that's sexy. I'm going to fuck you tonight. No, you're being an over <laughs> bitch. I, I ain't taking it. Nope. Uh, okay, whatever. We're getting fucked. I'm, when you're getting fucked, I'm get to get off. Either way, I don't give it. Oh, I'm going to get off. Because uh, well, I'm going to get to reach around. The, the fuck? <laughs> All right, we've been talking about face-mageddon. Um, God knows this could go further. It probably won't because we don't... Come on, when you listen to rock and metal, what you think of is singers and drummers. Correct. Or, um, I'm sorry, guitar players. Right. Um... We will probably do a drummer show. Yes. We have to do a Guitar Mageddon Part 2. Yes, rhythm. And we're definitely... Well, we done both when we done Guitar Mageddon. We didn't just point on just lead guitar. Right, right. We pointed on both. But, that, so but that's, that's right. what I mean. Yeah. We, but we still have so many guitar yes. players to talk so about. So many more. Um, I want to do... We lead. did our top favorite vocalists. Vocalists, but... Yeah. But we haven't have done. have we done about great vocalists that maybe aren't our top favorite? That no, just... we have not yet. We need to do a lead vocal or a vocalist Mageddon. We do need to do one. Yeah, we won't call it vocalist Mageddon because that just doesn't even roll. Off Fuck the you! I'll put it on the damn show whether you like <laughs> it or not. Vocalist Mageddon, motherfucker. I I I don't want to run right into anything to promote because that's weird. Oh, you know what? Here's some plugs. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. Hello, folks. This is the rock sponge Terrence Reardon of the Terrence Reardon and Friends Podcast. Join yours truly every week as I look at a different classic rock and or metal album that had an impact on my life and or rock music in general, and I'm usually joined by a friend or two. 
And there's no country or rap or techno bullshit on the show because I hate those fucking music genres. Techno and rap and country sucks. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends podcast every week on YouTube and now on Podbean and iTunes. So yes, folks, I'm available in two different, three different ways. Podbean and iTunes for the audio and YouTube for the visual. Thank you very much. No. Uh-uh. Ah, there's the party. That's right, bangers. Every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Big Bush and Power Hour, the biggest party on thatmetalstation.com. Okay, so there's our couple of plugs. We got right. the Rock and no, no, we don't even have Rock and no. Metal Combat Podcast. But you can bet at Rock and Pod this year. We're going to get a tag. We're 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 going to get attacked like motherfuckers. We're going to get attacked. But we're going to get Ken Mills. Yes, all three of his. We're going to get Rock and Pod or Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. We're going to get. Uh, do we have jo- John Lambrose? I hope John comes out. Right, but uh, we don't have a hustle. No, one. we don't have the. We hustle. need a hustle one. And we need Matt Porter. We to need kiss Matt room. Porter to kiss room. We need. Uh... Shit. Who's the other one? This motherfucker snapping his fingers, asking who's the other one. I don't know. Fuck. But what you heard was yeah. the Freeform Rock podcast and uh, the Terrence Reardon and Friends experience. Check those podcasts out. And you probably heard, if I remember to put it in, the promo from our radio show. Right. Um, we are definitely going to the Rock and Pod Expo. Yes. And might as well go ahead and say it for the next four months. Yeah. Anything to promote is the Rock and Pod Expo. And the main reason we want to promote it, not only for podcasts, I posted on the page the other day, there's fan passes. Oh, yeah. Anybody wants to come. I thought that's what we were going to get. Right. But we ended up being in it. Chris is like, hell no, y'all are coming. No, you, you, we love what you do. So for anybody that would like to um, actually come as a fan, meet not only us, meet every other podcast that is going to be registered. Yeah, now they're much better podcast. Yeah, much better podcast, but still... Get to meet everybody. You get to you'll get to meet Mr. Ken Mills with all three of his podcasts that he has. You get to meet the great Mr. Chris Sinzak of Decibel Geek. Eric Camaro and Eric Camaro. Uh, that and Mr. Sinzak is the one that does the Rock and Pod Expo. He is the one that has started it and done it. Now, yes, it's in Nashville. Fly out, drive out. Hell, you can tell us where you're at, and you can meet us pretty fucking close. We will figure out how to help get you there. Oh, you're, yeah. But we're you're paying for your hotel room. You're paying for your food. We ain't paying for every damn thing. We've already paid for our shit. We're broke. <laughs> but <laughs> definitely go on the Rock and Pod website and look at the fan passes. Whoa, There's, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just taking a piss. Let me let me fix your statement. If you're willing to suck my dick. I'll pay for your food, okay? <laughs> okay, that's Bushy's term. My wife's coming with me, so I, I get I get pussy while I'm there. So no thank you. Yeah, I'm not looking for pussy. I'm looking for a blowjob. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's Bushy's thing. Yeah. So we're promoting Rock and Pod Expo. Yes. Uh, 
www.nashvillerockandpod. Yeah, and as in letter N, rockandpodexpo.com. Reserve your tickets. Uh, there's different levels. Uh, if you buy early, dude, you hang out early. Yes. Come hang out with us. Come hang out with Ralph and Ian. Come hang out with Sinzak and Camaro. Yes, everybody. Ken Mills, everybody. Everybody that's that's really big. Like I said, we're walking into freaking top tier people. Yeah. We're yeah, low yeah. pod scum. And we're, we're, we're toe jam. Yes, we're toe jam and Earl compared to these toe guys. Toe jam and Earl. That is... <laughs> <laughs> I love Zippy. It's like you earned that. That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> is that a thing? That's like an old cartoon or something like toe that. Toe jam and Earl? Yeah, or something like That's that. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't even want to call this a plug anymore. I want to call it Toe jam and Earl. <laughs> Shit. Oh, God. Yes, we will be at Rock Pod Expo. You can meet my daughter. You can meet uh, the Mountain Man's wife. You can meet the Mountain Man's baby. And hopefully we can get rid of the motherfuckers quick. Well, the baby, the baby's probably going to be staying with Nana and Papa. Beautiful. Hopefully we can get rid of the wife and, the, and my kid. Get them the fuck out of there so we can hang out and have a good time. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, I'm sure it's going to happen because Jessica, Jessica will be the good wife. Like you said, Jen was the good girlfriend. Come down. Yeah. Oh, hey, do you need anything? Hi, yeah. how are you? Nice to meet yeah. you. I'm going back to my fucking room and go to bed. Yeah. That's probably what yeah. Jessica she'll, is She'll be there at the beginning, you know, like when we're setting up at 9 o'clock in the morning. Right. And he'll be like, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> See you, bitch. See you, fuckers. Have a good day. So yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. www.nashvillerockandpodexpo.com. Come out and see us. And like, like Mama said, literally, if if you need a lift, Negro, be close. Yeah. But if you can meet us somewhere, we'll take you out there. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, we'll help out anyway. We've already we're talking to our fan. Mr. James West, because I talked to him the other day. Oh, he our said, fan. Yeah, oh, our I, fan. I, I forget we only have one list. Yeah, well, we got two well, or three. Well, well but, Mark but sucks. I'm tired There's... of look, 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 yeah. look, look on that one. Yeah, Mark, Mark's not coming to fucking that. It's too far away. Too far away, my ass. Load up Lee Gertzman and bring your asses on. Yeah, Lee's in fucking New York. Well, if I can bring your ass down here in fucking t- two days, I think Lee can get down here in one. For real, we should be able to figure this shit out. Right, but either way, yeah. If you, if you want to go for a fun weekend, because there's many many guests that we ha- we've mentioned a couple of times, we haven't mentioned everybody. Go on the website, look and see who the all guests are that's coming. See if it's people you would like to just meet and just hang out with. Look, look at it this way: Decibel Geek Podcast is obviously going to be there. Yes. Cobras and Fire. Yes. Fantastic podcast. Them guys are freaking crazy. But they Ages also... of Rock. Yes. Digital Kill the Radio Star. Star. Kiss FAQ. Yep. And us. Why the fuck have not? Why the fuck have other podcasts not joined up yet? Probably wait until a little closer. Maybe. Maybe getting stuff situated. The price ain't going to go down. Right. I, I don't think it's that. I think it's. I, th- I think they're just waiting until last minute to make sure they got everything that they want. Could they could have done bass backwards what we done. We paid for everything then, and we're having to buy all the stuff we want to hand out sure. later. They could be buying all the stuff they're going to hand out and buy the tickets and everything. Fair like. enough. Could be that situation. Here's the, here's the music guest. Yes. Michael Sweet of Striper. 
David Ellison of Megadeth, Erie Vaughn, Salen, or Sam Hain, however you yes. want to say it, yes. and Danzig, Rick Rule, Every Mother's Nightmare, mm-hmm. Jack Gibson of Exodus, yes. Drew Fortier, or Fortier, Fortier yes. Zen from Mars, and Jeremy Barber of Green Jello. Yes. You know, we have all these cool acts that are going to be there. And there was another thing that was just advertised, and I don't see it on the page yet, but it's a production company. Yes. High Volume Music. Proud to announce that our friends with High Volume Music will be joining us on Rock and Pod. They're a premier rock, metal, country rock, and independent music company recruiting rock and roll artists. Uh, they're distributed by uh, Ampad Alliance. Company founder Bill Travis has over 20 years of experience in the music and entertainment business, specializing in independent field of music. Mm-hmm. That's things like Pagan Holiday, bands right. like that. Uh, 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 Caustic Method right. out of New York. Continually striving to release great music in a make-sense approach. High-volume music is releasing music by Every Mother's Nightmare, DC4 featuring Rowan Robertson, Jeff Duncan, the Billy Morris Band, Snake Eyes 7, many more. Make sure you stop by uh, the booth and get turned on to some killer independent music. Right. So there's lots of cool things happening at the Rock-A-Pod Expo. Yes. Make sure you come out. Come see us. If you don't want to come see us, come see the guys you want to see, then come just give us a hi. Yeah, just wave at us. Say, hey, we heard to come get a ticket. Yeah. We done what you said. Bye. Yeah. There's them dumb idiots. Yeah, there's them two morons that try to do a show. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I think this has been a great show. It's been fantastic. It's run long, but we've been gone for two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. I don't see a problem with it running a little bit, but at the same time, great discussion. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want feedback from our listener or oh. a few listeners, people that's downloading this. Right. Post on if you if you haven't went on our Facebook. Give page. us an iTunes review. Yeah, r- review us. Let us. I know want a five doing. star review, and I want you to tell me why you like the show. Yeah. If you want to give me a run star review, don't be a bitch. Tell me why you hate the show. Right. And I'm probably going to talk shit about you, your mother, and your mother's mother. But tell me why you hate the show. Right. Exactly. That's just the way we are. Point blank. Period. But also, on our Facebook page, if you have not went to our like page on Facebook, yeah, plug with Bushy the Mountain Man, go on there, leave us a like, and when we post this episode, post on there, because uh, for Guitar Mageddon, James West added a few guys that he liked and stuff and started a conversation with us and a couple others. Give us your all points of view. If y'all want to hear other stuff from us, from our pod hilarity... That we try to make here. We do try. <laughs> we do try. I don't know that we're succeeding, but we try. Right, we try. If there's anything you want to hear from us, if you want to come on the show and talk with us and bullshit. That's the biggest thing. Come right. come hang out. Yeah, we'll be more than happy to get anybody that wants to on the show. We've done our brothers from video games. They yes. come on the show and run their dicks. Like, I mean, their mouse. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's a cocksucker. Yeah, cocksuckers. Uh, he's good. He's good, by the way. Yeah, Johnny is good. Yeah, he's good. good. Even though he's up there in Canada, them cold lips, they warm up pretty quick. He takes it deep unless you blow it on his face. Right, awesome. exactly. Yeah, the only thing is, by the time he hears this, he'll probably fucking cuss him anyway. <laughs> I don't care. I'm bigger than he is. <laughs> <laughs> But guys, if he can't have a gun there, I can. Right, exactly. 
but he gets pot now, so I'll let him do it for you. Oh, great, so he's going to move slower. <laughs> That's an easy kill. <laughs> but start being a little more involved with us, guys. We, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your opinions. Because we're we're running off the top of our heads here. We this it, doing podcasting is fun, but it's not so easy to come up with a topic every day. Hey, it's it's definitely work. It's work. And we have shows in 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 the gullet, in the cannon, whatever you want to say. Right. We have things lined up. Yes. Logistics are always a pain in the ass. Right. And we're, and we're trying to grow the show, so right. if you like and share, uh, go to iTunes, download the show there, or listen to the show there. Either way, it counts. Right, or go to Podbean. Leave us a review. You know, Podbean, whatever, iTunes is where it is. Right, it is. You know, we get good listens on I, on, on a Podbean. We get good listens on iTunes. Every time I check there, I can see what's popular. It doesn't tell us how many downloads we right. have, but it tells us what's popular. But you got to leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. We're here simply to entertain you. Yes. Now, would we do it if you weren't entertained? Probably, because we both like to hear ourselves talk. Right. We just do it for the fun. We've been, this May will be two years. Yes. Holy shit. We, it doesn't mean we're the best. But oh, we've been no, ready we're two definitely, years. We're definitely not the best. We may get to Rocket Pod and everybody be like, dude, yeah, I've been listening to you this long and not even fucking know. You never know in this world. Oh, I don't see that happening at all. If that, if that happens, I'll suck your dick. Motherfuckers, I don't care who you are. I'll pay $50 <laughs> for whoever the hell randomly shows up with a ticket and acts like that you've listened to us from day one. Oh, I will be questioning you. I will go up on stage and turn my ass to everybody and Bushy will be on his knees right there. We'll get thrown out, but by God, it'll get done. And I've never had a dick in my mouth, so... <laughs> so, it'll be weird. But I'm here to say that's not going to happen. <laughs> by the way, I'm not going to suck his dick. I'll find another way. I'll... I'll I'll tongue punch his fart box, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But no, guys, let us know what you think. Come on the show with us. We're thinking of upgrading some equipment and stuff and making stuff a little bit more easier for us. Oh, yeah, we got to get ready for Rocket Pod. Exactly, and we're considering possible phone calls in during the show. We'd, uh, we'd have to set that up kind of daring, possibly, for like somebody just to ring in, hey, give us your opinion on this real quick. All right, thank you very much. You're going to be on the show. Have a good one. Click. We'll be your normal goofy-ass selves, but, but let us know, guys. We want to hear from you. If, if you're out there listening to us, please just, just let us know. Yeah. Holler at us on Facebook. Say, say we're good, we're bad. We're lacking. You'd love to hear this. You'd love to hear... Fuck, if you want us to have gay conversation, fucking post it in the damn page. We'll have a gay conversation. It doesn't mean you'll love it, but we'll have a gay conversation. Nah, I talk to this bag every day. So. Exactly. <laughs> this this, this rainbow-wearing motherfucker over here just don't want to admit it, but either way. By the way, if you're offended by the word fag, you probably shouldn't call him. No, don't call him at all. <laughs> just, 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 just go ahead and Even go though, away. I don't care. Right. Because I I spent 30 years in New York, Mm -hmm. so I don't care about those things. Right. Down here, it's a little bit different. Right. (laughs) I'll I'll say the quote Bushy said earlier, don't go away mad, just go away. Nice. 
Nice. You got anything else you want to talk about? That is it, brother. Been we, a fantastic we, show. We did our promote. Yep. Did our promotions. Holy shit. That's been fun episode. A fun episode. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. This is what happens when you're drunk and do a show as opposed to sober. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> it goes long as fuck. Right now I'm looking at two hours, and I've still got to edit in music. So probably two and a half hour show. Could but, be. But because I, I, I can't think of anything I have to pull out. Right. Well. Yeah, my dick here, wife. I understand that. But. Yeah, it's not even go there. <laughs> but either way, guys, it's been fun. I love that episode, especially our last two. I knew we was going to be on point on Geezer somewhere. That was funny. Nikki Six and Geezer? Yes. That's sexy. I knew it was going to be somewhere. That's funny. But do you have anything else? Anything no, else to promote? No. Talk about? I well, got nothing else. Well, then, brother, after you. Oh, yeah, because we have to do it that way. Yes, we have to. Damn. Mountain Man. Yes, sir. Final thoughts. Same as always, and from my favorite band, stay sick, take care of one another, skitter pow meow meow, see you at Rockin' Pod, Mountain Man out. Ooh, I don't know how to fit see a Rockin' Pod in. I just did. Motherfuckers, five vinyl. We'll see you next time. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week.
You have been listening to The Plug with Bushy the Mountain Man. All music played on The Plug belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or your local record store. Support what you love. Support these artists by seeing them live and purchasing their music. The Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man is not affiliated with any of the artists or music we play. Thank you for listening to The Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man, and we'll see you on the next episode.